Hi, and welcome to She's the Boss Chats. I'm your host, Jules Brooke, and in the show, I interview amazing women and female founders about what it is that they're doing and why they're doing it. It's all about us lifting up the women around us. Nicole Santa from Extraordinary Events, I have loved meeting you through the lunches and I'm beside myself that I'm now able to interview you um, all about your amazing businesses and I know there'll be a lot more to it than just what I've heard in the last few weeks. So welcome to She's the Boss Pod, She's the Boss Chats podcast. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me, Jules. <laughs> I'm delighted well, to be no, here. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're here. So let's start off with tell everyone what it is that you do. Well, um, for the last 20 years, I've had my own events company called Extraordinary Events, and we've been managing uh, major corporate events and social events. Yep. And um, for the last 20 years, I've been doing that, on, you know, on and off, but virtually that's, yeah, that's what we've that's been your doing. Thing. <laughs> that's my thing. Mm. So, you know, I kind of decided one day that um, I'd like to kind of get into events. So I just. Uh, decided that I'd work for somebody else for a little bit and thought, oh, I could do better than that. So I started my own uh, agency. I'm, well, I know, and I <laughs> want to hear all about it. But just to, let's talk about where you're at now, though. So you've got your sure. extraordinary events business and then you've got Event Buzz 360. So just yes. tell us a little bit about what it is that you actually do and then I'll get yeah. into why you do it and how you got there. Sure. Yeah. So we just launched uh, Event Buzz 360 a couple of weeks ago. And um, it's Which for a anyone who's listening is what, it was sort of towards the end of July, was it? Yes, yep. yes, yeah. End okay. of July, uh, we launched it and um, we're only in the first week of August. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, uh, we launched uh, Event Buzz 360 and it's now, it's a platform to showcase amazing event suppliers from locally in Australia and around the world. Yep. And we want to connect uh, people who are organising events with, you know, amazing suppliers from around the world, no matter where, you're, no matter where you're organising an event. Fantastic. And for those of us that aren't in the events industry, she's also meaning speakers. So, you know, that's just one of the, one of the sections, which yeah. tell us a little bit about we've how got, it's actually structured. Got, yeah. Yeah. So we've got about 50 or 60 different categories. So we've got speakers, we've got entertainers, we've got audio visual companies, we've got writers, um, we've got video production companies, we've got audio visual companies, we've got event managers, event companies, and agencies, PR agencies, right. digital agencies, everything that you can imagine. In fact, I was speaking with somebody yesterday who's got a, who's a specialist in TikTok for business as well and how to get the most because uh, I kind of looked at TikTok as, you know, um, all these funny people dancing and doing routines and I didn't know, I'm, I'm not really sure how to do TikTok for business. So he was sort of talking to me about that. He's also going on the platform. Amazing. So it doesn't matter what it is, whether you're doing marketing for your business, whether you're doing PR, advertising, video production, photography um, for your event. So whatever it is that you need for your event, you'll be able to find it or for your business. And so the idea is whether if you're, say, in Australia and you're setting up an event in the UK or vice versa, you can find yes. all those local people that can supply in that country as well is that yeah. the sort of global I've, absolutely view? yeah we've got about 
over 20,000 suppliers that will be coming onto the platform in the next uh, few months. Yeah. Um, we haven't got that many right right this moment. Well, that's okay. Um, You're only three oh, weeks that's in. Only, <laughs> that's, that's only because we're just trying to, um, you know, make sure that we've got no bugs in the system while we do that. So we're just sort of kind of ironing those little bugs out before we kind of go out to the mass market and then everyone starts to kind of get on. But the beauty thing, uh, uh, the beautiful thing that we love about EventBuzz360 is that you, event organisers are able to, or, or suppliers and florists and everybody, they're able to do an event, photograph it or video it in, in the future and then upload it straight away to Event Buzz 360 immediately. So it's a bit like a social media platform, oh, which okay. allows them to kind of, you know, get traction, get people looking at what they're doing. So when you open up Event Buzz 360, it takes you straight into the gallery. Uh, it's very pictorial. So we, we, we believe that, you know, picture paints a thousand words and, you know, we want people to see great ideas. Um, what sort of sort of brought me into developing Event Buzz 360 is I was asked to do an incentive in Hong Kong for um, a client, they said to me, can you give us a quote for Costa Rica and Hong Kong and China? Right. And I went, oh, that sounds fantastic. Great. And then I went on to try and get some quotes from China, but they're on a holiday for, for a week, a Chinese holiday. Right. And I thought, this is crazy. In this day and age, I need a platform that can get me quotes quickly, get me, um, find me suppliers so I can work with them instantly. So that's where it sort of started from. And I was also very frustrated because... I used to, you know, go through the internet searching for ideas all the time. And what actually I found is, you know, I'd spent hours on the internet looking for ideas, what I could do. And there was this company in London that did this wonderful activation. And it was, I was so blown away about it. And, and this is a number of years ago, and I'm still talking about it. So they had this activation where um, what they did was they set up on top of a shop um, this amazing activation and what, what then, hang on what's an activation are you talking like uh, an experience yes yeah, so it's a, an activation can be for like you know like a product launch or you know just sort of get people to come to their shop okay so this was a promotion an activation is a type of promotion right. so this was a promotion that they did and they got everybody to um come to the shop put this code in their phone and when they stood outside the shop and put the code in their phone, it snowed. Amazing. So everyone's taking all these amazing photos and sharing it on social of media. Course. And it just exploded and I thought that is phenomenal. Now how do we do that concept and put it in an event? You know, and I that like was, it. and I thought to my, I, I feel that like the marketing industry and advertising industry really crosses over to the events industry quite a lot. So you know, we can take ideas from each other, and we can take ideas from fashion and bring them into an event. Absolutely. So, and, and you know, inspiration comes every every different direction. Absolutely, and I remember, um, but I think they do events particularly well in London. I remember them. Um, when I was living there, sort of projecting things onto the Houses of Parliament. And, and I never will forget going to Harrods for a, um, a, a press launch one day and having bacon and eggs. It was breakfast, bacon and eggs, poached eggs on sticks. Like yes. I think they were quail eggs or something, oh, but I remember yes. thinking, my God, that's, I mean, here I, that's like 25 years ago. And I still yeah, haven't absolutely. forgotten. Well, I think the thing is that the ideas are 
all over the world and they're doing some fabulous events all over the world and that's why I want to make the number one events platform in the world that everyone can go up there upload their amazing ideas and then others can say oh that's a great concept I'm going to do that event that for my next event you know yeah or yeah, no, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I love it that it's actually bringing quite a few industries together as well, because I don't think speakers think about going to event organisers to say, you know, are you looking for speakers for events? They assume that's coming from the client side. And there's all sorts of interesting kind of ways that your people are going to be able to cross promote, which I really love. But anyway, let me take you right back now, because I'm guessing when you were a little girl or when you were a young woman and you were leaving school, you weren't thinking, when I grow up, I want to start Event Buzz 360. So what happened? Tell me about you from your whole career, basically. <laughs> well, I'm going to take you one step further back, actually. Right, go for it. I'm going back to, to me being born, actually, because my family, my parents and my grandparents were actually in a catering business. Ah. So here I am in being born in, the, in, the, in a bassinet on the kitchen floor of my parents' catering business. Are you so serious? I am serious. You were born on the floor. I was not born on the floor, but I was of the like, catering, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was schlepped from, you know, catering job to catering job. And I remember, you know, as a small child setting up, you know, weddings for my, you know, with my parents and putting out the cutlery and setting up the tables and uh, and the whole bit. And and my grandparents um, and my father and my parents were very much at the forefront of the catering industry. And they used to, you know, they, I think originally they used to do like fish or something for for weddings and that and and my grandfather turned around and said oh we're not going to do fish anymore we're going to move to chicken <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was a whole new way of thinking about you know uh, uh, you know weddings and stuff yeah, like right. that so it That's was in your blood it was, it's kind of in my blood i mean my brother is a year younger than me and I always hear the story that, you know, my father would put the apple strudel in the oven and ran off to the hospital, but he didn't realise that he put the apple strudel in the oven on wooden trays, so they kind of caught fire. So my father sort of goes, quick, more speeches, more speeches. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know, things go wrong with events. That's what happens, you know. Um, so well, that's I've true, kind of but it's interesting that... Yeah. The, yeah, that you wanted to follow in their footsteps. So go on. Well, kind of, I didn't, I didn't, I never really thought about it like that, to be honest, until many, many years later. So I, I, um, I was kind of very, I was very much busting to kind of get out of school and get into the workforce and start developing something. And I didn't, I knew I would always go into something for myself, but I just didn't know what that would be. Yeah. Um, and I decided that, look, I'm not going to go to university because I'm in a, in a hurry to get out there and, and work and, and do something. So, um, you know, I kind of got myself a job in a, in a bank actually. In, in, um, <laughs> Banks have a lot to answer for, don't they? <laughs> my mother turned around and said to me, oh, you should get a job in a bank in, in um, you know, doing shares and, and that kind of stuff. It, there's a lot of money in that. You could do very, very I'm well. I'm trying to do that and... with my children, with my sons. I'm going, just two years. <laughs> two years could set you up for life. <laughs> um, and, and it was great. And then I... Um, I did a business degree, a course, not a degree, but a course, and, you know, got the my, some fundamentals and some things that behind me. Um, I never really ever thought 
of going into events until actually after my first son was born and I just sort of had this one day I had this aha moment oh I could organize an event um but and hang on I so thought, what was the aha moment and what happened between being in the bank and having a son <laughs> I got married <laughs> But were you, did you stay in banking at that stage still? No, I went into, I just, I kept moving around from job to job and I, I, I just kind of, you know, couldn't, couldn't land. Kind of find, yeah, I couldn't kind of land. I went overseas for um, a year tr and I traveled and worked and traveled and I worked for the Japanese local government in London, which was a really interesting experience. Yeah, I bet. Then I, then I actually came back and I actually worked for my parents for a while in their business and I... How was that? What was that like? Did, were you kind of identifying gaps in things they were doing or uh, you were just on, automation, you know, on automatic? Yeah, I, I look, you know, I, I think big. I don't think small. So it's very hard and I wanted to take their business into so many different directions and I expanded their business um, quite a bit and they expanded into airlines and uh, doing hotels, catering, um, and they, you know, and into hospitals as well. So we expanded their business into um, other areas. Huge which was kind fantastic. of huge accounts, though. Yeah, yeah, very big. And um, you know, I worked with them for for a number of years to do that. And then I decided that, and then I wanted to take that into a. I wanted to get into packaged food as well, into supermarkets and baby foods and all sorts of kind of things. And um, they just didn't kind of have the same vision as me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I decided that it maybe it's best if I go my own direction. And and um, my you know my parents were very much supportive of that, of that. And they said, yeah, look, you know, we did um, it. <laughs> yeah, you know, if that's what you want to do, do it. And you know, with a two year old, I decided to start a business. <laughs> Isn't it do. funny because I had a one year old, well, probably eighteen month old, when I did exactly the same thing yes. with Pia. There's something that happens around that age, isn't there? Where I think you just kind of go. I could actually juggle this much better if I was able to manage my own hours. Do you think there was Yeah, that? well, I, that's right. I, I wasn't even just, you know, managing my own hours. It was more that I just had a, a I've, I've always had a drive for business and I always have such a, you know, a passion for, um, for you know, for working. I, I love working and like at the moment, I, I'm so excited with Event Buzz 360 that, you know, I can barely sleep. I'm, I mean, I'm, I go to bed late and I'm up at the crack of dawn. I'm going, yay, here we go again. <laughs> Another day. Oh, I love that. I love so, that. So how many children have you got, I should say, as well? I've got two, did, did you just two boys. The, two boys. Great. Yeah. I've got three. I know what that's like. So so, um, so you took the two-year-old and, and what was the first, how did you start the first business? So I, I, I really just decided I, I created a business name. I created, you know, a logo and um, registered it all and thought, oh, this is great. I'm going to get out there. And it was called First Class Events. And yeah. I thought that's a great name. And then I decided, you know what, that's a crap name. Sorry <laughs> if there's anyone out there called First Class Events. I just didn't think it was going to be a bit, you know, memorable enough. So I decided no. And then somehow I met this lady and she said to me, you know, what about extraordinary events? And I said, oh, I like that. Yes. 
So I redid everything, redid, re-registered the business. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, you know, the whole business logo and the whole bit. And I was, you know, really great and I was really excited. And I got out there with my business cards and I, I had no clue like what I was going to kind of do. And I got out there and, you know, started, you know, pay, you know, going off and making meetings with people to do their events. And I won uh, a big awards event for women in business, uh, and it was yes. about five hundred people. Five hundred. Um, yes, about five hundred people, yeah. and yeah, it was big. And I thought to myself, "Oh, okay, now I have to work out how to put an event together." And I thought <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Um, didn't really think to kind of go back to my parents and ask them, but I went to my husband, who's a management consultant, and said. Um, Dal, how do we put, how do you think I should go about putting this event together? <laughs> and he said, here are some I've been to and this is what happened. Was it no, something like that? No, not at all. He actually developed this methodology for me, so uh, which is something that I've been using for 20 years and uh, has been fantastic. And I've actually made this events methodology now into a course, right. an online course, um, which we're also selling now so that I can help the people who are coming out of university now to put on an event and and I give them all the tools and templates so that they can go oh this is great now I just need to follow all this and it's already it's populated sort of steps so they don't the have thing. to yeah and it's all populated what's so it they called don't what's the course called to, um it's just extraordinary events um seven steps to event master event management mastery oh okay yeah hidden away so, there all right so anyone who wants yeah, to put on events yeah. that sounds pretty good if it's worked for you for 20 years yeah, it has. And, you know, most of the events that I've done are sort of 500 people plus, you know, up to about right. 7,000 people. So I've done quite large-scale conferences Is and that events. quite a specialist thing in the event industry? I don't know very much about it. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, like conferences can be multi-day, multi... Like I think, you know, last year I did a conference that went for, I think, three or four days and we had like uh, 30 events in three days. So it's quite, right. you know, yeah, it can be quite a lot. Conferences can be quite big. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they've always got little events uh, attached to the main conference. So they've got like, you know, they could have cocktail parties, they could have awards, they could have pre pre Yes, and the big final dinner and yep, breakfasts yeah. and... Um, so, so how did how does sort of how do you grow an event business? So you went from your first one, where yeah, it so was all brand new. How did, how did it all grow? So after that, it just literally it was just you know back then it was like pick up the telephone, go and see corporates, and you know head into the marketing departments and just tell them what you did. I used to take my my one page slide with a methodology on it, and they used to think that was absolutely fanatic. Fantastic. Brilliant. And um, it kind of just kind of fitted in and it worked. Um, in my second year of business, when I had my second son, I was able to, you know, double my revenue and I was doing quite quite well. So I thought that's fantastic. And, you know, there was a big demand out there. Um, now things have shifted a lot since then. Right. Um, Has it the changed? Events the events industry, I'm finding now that... Um, you know, everybody from the PA is organising an event right through to the head of the marketing department. So you've got lots of different areas now that you've got public relations organisations who are doing events yes. for product launches. You've got the PA who's being told to organise the conference. You've got, um, 
you know, event companies, you've got... So you're um, saying your clients are different in that you used to work directly with the client and now it's often through yeah, these... Yeah, right. well, now it's in a lot... It's, it, it, it's, it's, but it's, it's, it's a real combination now. But, you know, there's... And everyone's organising the events and everyone feels that they can organise an event, you know, and they go, oh, yes, look, um, we're cutting costs so we don't have an events person in-house anymore. We're actually going to get the PA to do it. And the PA doesn't know where no. to go. I mean, lo in fact, lots of PAs are doing – in fact, I think it's a, it's quite um, – I can't remember the percentage, I'm sorry, but uh, there is quite a large group of PAs organising events. Which I and guess sort of makes sense because the CEO is saying to his PA, go and organise it. We need to do an awards or we need to do team building or whatever. Correct. And their next Absolutely. step is, right, the budget probably isn't that much of a problem. Let me go and find someone that can organise it yeah. all for us. And then what do they have to do? They have to go searching on the internet, on Google, to find suppliers to work with. And it can be oh, they're really... Oh, they're coordinating the whole thing. Miss. They're not just going to an oh, events company. No. They're oh, coordinating right. the whole thing. And that's why we've we've developed Event Buzz 360. So now they can just go straight to Event Buzz 360 and they can find, okay, I need a video production. I need to do an intro video or I need to do invitations or I need right. to do, um, you know, team building activities. I need to do a family, you know, part to it. Whatever it is, they can find all those suppliers on Event Buzz 360 and then connect with those suppliers and in, and engage them so and, that's why and so will there I've be so will there be event organizing companies in there as well or are you absolutely. kind of the, oh no okay no absolutely absolutely look i'm going to be phasing out event buzz extraordinary events right um this is the be, new baby this is the new baby and um you know we want to work with the best uh um event managers out there and we want to work with their best companies. We also want to work with speaking agencies um, and entertainment agencies, but we're also not going to stop the individual speaker who wants to get up there and put make a profile for themselves. Yeah, great. So sometimes people, when they want speakers for their conferences, they go and get, you know, maybe a a couple of big draw cards for their conference yep. and then they might go to the industry to get other speakers for free but you know there's lots of speakers who are coming out that want to get exposure oh there are loads so this is yeah so this is a great way for them to kind of get exposure and you know eventually absolutely because able... i think for the first thing in lo those sort of leadership courses and all the rest of it, they always say, get out and speak. It's If it's not write a book, it's go and speak. It's all well and good to say that, but where do you start? And exactly. so having something like that is perfect for, especially if you're going to do all size of events so that they can start off with, you know, maybe a small one with 50 people before they have to go up and stand in front of a couple of hundred. Yeah, I wanted to make a platform also that it doesn't mean, like you don't have to pay to be onto the platform. So if people don't have a big budget to put to their advertising, yep. they can still be on Event Buzz 360. That's absolutely fine. That's brilliant. We'll always have a free element to Event Buzz 360. We should do a big, I hadn't thought of it, but we should do a big call out to performers as well because I know a whole heap of them, yeah. and, and especially through COVID, when they've got yes. no work, those corporate gigs are, you know, their lifeblood or they were absolutely yes, amazing absolutely so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to say to all these entertainers and speakers and suppliers look get on the platform we're not taking any money we especially we just want a great COVID, resource 
we want a great platform. I want to help the industry get back on its feet. Yeah. Um, because of that, we're actually bringing on jobs onto the platform as well. Yeah, so great. so many people have lost their jobs. So many event managers have lost their jobs through through COVID that we want to help them get jobs quickly and also these event managers when they uh when event after covid things are going to ramp up so quickly yes that they're going to need staff and um they'll be able to go on the platform they'll be able to um create profiles exactly of this type of stuff that they're looking for and it will match in real time it'll tell them exactly who's available right now to go and work with them with the skills that they need that's brilliant so mm. Um, I know that you said that you had that that um, brief that was given to you about you know doing the the global events that um, sort of gave you your light bulb moment. But was that was it also something about the industry itself that you think was changing that you thought? I mean, I know with PR, I decided to teach people because we had the in the last GFC it was like this one. All the PR, all everyone sort of put PR to the bottom of their budget. And when I can't really afford to do it at the moment, but I knew that it, how powerful it was. And so in the, it was it something like that with you that you um, could see that all the PAs were getting the work and that kind of thing. And it was just time to maybe be look at events well, in a different way. Well, I was still, way. look, I love, I love events and I love doing them. Um, and, you know, at the end of last year, I did an event for, I think it was 1,500 people. I can't remember, something like that. And, you wow. know, I absolutely loved it we had about 80 volunteers working on this on this event we had you know it was it was a it was a high you know profile event and it was very much all about technology of the future and um i love it i get such a buzz out of the events i i in preparing it you know right. i i enjoy it so you're still going to do a enjoy... select few Probably not, but um, hopefully I'm invited to these events as a guest <laughs> instead um, to prof profile it on Event Buzz in uh, Event Buzz 360. But um, look, oh, I love yeah. it. I love the, and I just want to be able to give back to the next generation uh, as well. I want to be able to help them get to these big events um, that they want to create and produce, and give some of my knowledge back to the industry. I think. Oh, you're so gorgeous. I want to help people. There are so people. many it's people who wouldn't about... have that attitude. I love it. Yeah, I want to be able to help the next generation. I feel that they're, you know, look, was, am I the best event manager in the world? I think I am. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there are some amazing event, um, you know, planners or organisers out there and amazing firms who are doing some fabulous work. Um, yeah. And, you know, I want to celebrate them as well. I think that what they're doing is phenomenal. And, and you know, you, I feel that also in the events industry, it's been very much like, oh, I can't talk to you, you're in events and I'm also in events and we won't mix. Yeah, I sense a little bit of that going on. I don't want, I, I want to try and break down that barrier and say, hey, we're both in events and that's fabulous. Let's not just you know, buckheads, let's collaborate. Let's support each other. Yeah. And I, yeah, I feel exactly. like during this COVID period, we've been very supportive on a global front. And I've noticed that through social media, everyone's really collaborating and going, hey, you know, are you okay? And, you know, we're all, we're all, in, this, we're all in this together yeah. and we'll get through this. And, you know, when I hear about people who have got a florist business and they're going out of business because they're, you know, of, of all of this, it absolutely breaks my heart. And I kind yeah. of feel like, 
I'm hoping that we can all support each other through this and come out really strong at the other end. Beautiful sentiment and I'm 100% with you and and I think it's happening. I'm kind of crossing my fingers. I definitely think Yeah, I don't don't think I'm being naive about this. I do think it's happening. So hopefully if someone listens to this in a year, (laughs) they don't go, oh, those naive women. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think think we've... We have to celebrate each other and be there for each other. And, and, and rather than doing the tall poppy syndrome of knocking that person down, I think we've got to kind of say, you know what, I'm in awe of what you've done. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's absolutely fabulous. Yeah, and let's go Tread on my shoulders and see if you can get a bit higher. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your career in um, events. Now, I ask this of everyone because this is um, obviously a podcast about women in business. Are there any particular women who've supported you on your journey that you want to kind of do a shout out for? Well, I think there's been a lot of women, actually. When I think about it, when I first started out in business, I thought to myself, I need a mentor. And it's not easy to find a mentor that will give you the time of day. And they might just have, you know, one or two meetings with you and and. And that's kind of it. But, Leave you to your you know, devices. I, I used to get on the tap. Yeah, I kind of used to get on the phone. I want. I wanted to be. Um, I still want to be uh, successful in business, and I'm always yep. wanting to grow as an individual. What can I learn? How can I grow? How can I improve who I am and what I do? And so, I think that there's lessons all the time that and I and I I could pick out one or two women but I don't think that's really kind of fair because I think sometimes if there's been there's lots. been a lot and I used to contact you know very successful women um, there was a lady called Julia Ross who was in recruitment who was highly successful in recruitment uh, I vaguely you, remember her yes, name actually and I rang her up one day and said to her look you know what I'm in the events industry I'm just starting out I'd love to you know buy you a cup of coffee and have a chat and so and and people would do that, you know. And I, I, I think they probably still would, though, Nicole. It's in that's really good advice for people because a lot of people think if you're really successful, you you don't want to share. But my experience of people who are really successful is they do want to give back. They want to help if they can. Yeah, look, look, successful women in business are super busy. I have to say, and they really yes. are super busy. But it's, you know. From time to time, I think, you know, catching it up. And I think one of the things for me, and I've always sort of kind of, I don't kind of recognise my own successes. So I had this lady who um, would always say to me, Nicole, you, like, I, I'd go, look, I'm not there yet. And and she go, what do you mean by you're not there yet? You're, you're so successful. You've got a successful events company. You, you're doing so well and you pull off these amazing large-scale events with less, uh, like... What's less? Like, like, with, not, <laughs> like, with not much effort. Like, you seem to make it so look, look so effortlessly. And, you know, yeah. I, and she's seen me at my best you know, doing major events and she says to me, you just, you don't even look like you're stressed. You're just out there, yep, doing, doing, doing and done. And and I and I said to her, yeah, but I just, you know, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm not, I'm not successful yet. <laughs> and she go, what do you mean by you're not successful yet? That's crazy. So this lovely lady, Robin, and um, I won't, I won't mention her surname because you know she may not be interested in me doing that. <laughs> she have all these phone calls, but she'd say to me, Nicole, you've made, you've, you've, you've made it. 
And I go, I yes. haven't made it because I know she goes, but what do you need to make it? And I think as women, we always kind of say we, we, we're a bit sort of kind of down on ourselves because I see a big picture and, and I want to be that big picture and I'm not quite there yet at the moment. I have got some very big goals for Event Buzz 360 and I'm aiming towards that. And whether that, that pole keeps moving along, I don't know. But maybe it does as I, I think grow. I don't know. That's true. And it's only while I was while you were talking, I was thinking that idea of writing down your goals, even though I have to say I don't do it. But as you're talking, it made me realise the point of it would be that you would see that you have actually reached that goal and now you've just created another one as opposed to us kind of, and I'm the same as you, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet. But if I had written down and said, I'd like to own my own company, you know, I'd like to be making X amount or whatever, I probably have reached those goals. They've just become bigger. As you get to a certain stage, you go, oh, that was a bit too easy. Now I want to get to the next stage. Yeah. So, um, but it's really good advice to kind of acknowledge what you've achieved. Absolutely. And look, you know, I believe that you can get advice from above and below you as well. I think that there's you can go to successful women and you can get advice, but you can also kind of, you know, sometimes it's also good to look at the younger generation and, um, you know, get some advice from With their them. fresh ideas. Yeah, because, I mean, like I just had a, um, a, a woman working for me and she's doing all our social and stuff like that. And, you know, there's lessons to be learnt in everything that you do. And I've had managers that, you know, have worked with me before and there's always lessons to be learnt, you know. Um, so I think that you just, if, if you're in that mindset to learn and grow all the time, then just look for the lessons in everything that you're doing, good, bad, um, any feedback that you get from anybody, go, okay, now, how can I improve this and move forward? Yeah. Okay, now you're in the events industry, which is notorious, I would say, for, I don't want to say failures, I want to say challenges, things that can go wrong, that can really kind of, you know, upset the apple cart, shall we say. So I don't want everyone to think when, when they hear about all these women that our journey was super easy and smooth and that, you know, we never had any challenges along the way so were there some pivotal moments that you've had that you learned from that we could all learn from maybe yeah absolutely um all all um you know when we're doing events you have to kind of remember that everything is going to go wrong okay there's always going right. to be things that are going to go wrong with an event okay and there's no question about that so Murphy's Law comes in straight away. To, if it's going to go wrong, well, it will. Well, you have to sit down and go, okay, what could go wrong? And you do a bit of an assessment right. on that. And you go, okay, what could go wrong? And how can I um, troubleshoot that if that happens? Okay. So right. before you go live with your event, it's like everything. You, you kind of go, well, what if I launch Event Buzz 360 and the platform goes gang bust and the whole platform crashes? I mean, maybe that could happen. I don't know. No, I, under I understand so, that kind of... Yeah, um, so I it's the same with events. I think you have to think... But have you had actual events? Can you tell me of some things that did go wrong that you kind of went, right, from now on? We're I had one woman who said that she didn't know, for instance, that um, she had all, she was doing something for some older people. It was an awards night and she had them all, or the hotel had them all wait out in the foyer. And because the foyer was small, they were on the escalator 
and somebody started the escalator <gasps> and all the people fell backwards. Oh my God. And she said, the thing she learned was, don't allow people to stand on the escalator and make, if you're doing an event for old people, let them go straight in and sit down. <laughs> so are there, are there yeah. anything like that that Look, you've had something happen? I've had every event I've ever done, <laughs> to be quite honest. I've always had something. Right. There's always something. like. But nothing it, stands oh, out. Oh, no, I've had... Um, you know, I was doing this great big theme for a tower a Christmas party, so Tetal yeah. Christmas party, and we were doing a Star Wars theme, and we had the doors closed before everyone came in, and we were about to. Yes. We, we made this sort of space age doorway that you know we were going to open, and smoke was kind of kind of come through, and then oh okay, so was, like laser yeah, lights, laser and, lights and the kind of whole thing happening. And we were about to open the doors and, you know, I went, let's go live and let's open those doors. And then we heard this great big smash and I thought, what the hell was that? And we had these this huge light just ahead uh, above the um, that doorway, doorway that actually oh shattered. God. It exploded over about five or six tables into some tiny pieces of glass. So, oh, my. And everyone was still everyone outside, was still thank outside. goodness. Oh. But um, you know, we have to. We had to clean it all up, and you know, we kind of cleaned all that up really quickly, and kind of got on with the show. And you know, yeah. this was at Star City, and Star City's you know all got all these people who have come out to clean all the, these tables up, and you know, we've had that. We've had, and and also I had um, my client was actually completely drunk this was a lunchtime event and my, <laughs> when I got there my, my client was completely off her face yes. and like completely drunk oh and, like, like couldn't, was, could hardly like, stand could, up could hardly, could hardly stand up oh, and no. you know she she had she was stress. so nervous maybe no she had some stress going on in her life and well she was actually yeah I don't know she had some real big anyway, stresses too going much on to in drink. her life and she was like, you know, falling over everywhere, then threw up everywhere. And it's like, oh, oh my no. God, it's like nightmare every all over the place. I've had other events where I've had uh, my AV crew were actually stuck on the other side of the Harbour Bridge and they had to bring helicopters onto the Harbour Bridge to get this truck off because there was this amazing, like a major um, car crash in the morning. Oh gosh! Uh, and a truck and a car, and they just had so, and they could they the whole of the city was in grid gridlock because no one could get on the other side of the bridge. My AV crew on the other side. Here I am trying to go live with this event, and I had no audio crew to. What do to you go do in that it. instance? Um, well, you have to wire everything up and climb under stages and get everything done. I had a white suit on at the time; it was a bit crazy oh, oh and a very stressful. Uh, client who was going, oh my God, what's happening with this and what's happening with that? And, you know, my team and my, me, we just kind of got into it. And, you know, I was running the AV desk even. And, oh my you God, know, you it saved was the crazy. day though. Oh, I did. But, you know, the audience had no idea what was going on. We just kind of made it look like seamless. And, you know, yeah. there's, there's always lots of different ev events all the time. And there's always going to be something that kind of goes wrong. And, you know, we've had. Um, 
entertainers who um, throwing tantrums and don't want to get on on you know oh, I'm not right. going to I'm not the sound isn't great and I'm not going to work with the sound oh, and dear. it's disgraceful. So basically, your checklists have just got longer and longer and longer and longer over the twenty years. Oh look, you know what you you live and you learn and you just go okay, let's make this. We just have to you know event managers are very good at smoothing things out and going right. okay, we've got to make this happen. So how can we do that with the least amount of trouble you know what do you need to make this happen that you'll get up there and, and perform or you'll get up there and speak or you know yeah. whatever it might be but you know there's always things that are going to go wrong and it's a, if you're very well prepared then you can actually troubleshoot shoot these um, issues immediately like you you know I've had clients that say to me you know it'd be so good if we could actually start the opening with uh, this is literally we're about to go live with the event and right. it'd be really good if we could have a picture of you know Ayers Rock on the on the on the screen when we're singing the anthem or something like that no problem uh, so you know we go and oh sort that goodness. out and get it up there or uh, can I make some last minute changes to my speech and I don't want to do it in this order can we change the order of the run sheet and this is at the time we're going live in the middle of the event I, I'm, oh, I'd like goodness. to swap this and this. Can we swap this and this? And like, you know, most people would be going, absolutely not. We're not changing anything right now. We've already gone live. I'm like, yeah, we can change it. We, if, we'll, if you want it, we'll make it this way. I can just <laughs> see how calm you are. You'd be a great person to run an event, I can see. Okay, so tell me about, you know, as a mum with two kids, how are you juggling work and life? Is there a clear definition or does it all sort of merge together a bit? Well, uh, my kids, obviously, I've started the business with young children, so they were very used to me, ha you know, running off into the office and closing all the doors and saying, you know, I need to, you know, make some business calls. So I would always kind of be, you know, professional and pretending I'm, you know, the CEO or whatever. And, <laughs> no, I did um, the same. And, I remember and my then kids. When I, yeah. I remember my kids at parties would say, people would say, what does what does mummy do? And she, they'd go, oh, mummy sometimes goes up in the bedroom to talk to her clients. And I thought anyone would think I was a lady of the night. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually had an office and we had two doors, you know, to yeah. get through that. So I, you know, used to have the kids in the back and people didn't really used to hear the kids so much. But, you know. Uh, you know, and then I think, you know, now it's like the kids are a bit old, I mean, are older and, you know, it's not such a big deal. My kids are used to it. We talk yeah. about business at the business, at the dinner table and we always have. And, yeah. you know, it's been, um, you know, I've been around family businesses all my life. So I've kind of just used to made it. it. Yeah, I'm kind of, I, I think my kids are, have been brought up into that world as well so but what I about for yourself do you give yourself weekends or well, you don't give yourself weekends off because we're doing this on a weekend but um, like do yeah, you no, normally I, give yourself used, ev evenings and look, weekends to be a Look, I, I love my work and I'm passionate about it. So I do work 24-7. But I do, when the kids were younger, they had sports on the weekends. So I would tend to do a lot of sport with them. But now yeah. they're a bit older. So there's not that sport that we run off to. And because we've been going through COVID, I've kind of really kind of enjoyed this period to sort of nut down and, and focus on my work and focus on Event Buzz 360 and making that a great platform. Yeah. So I've, I've been working kind of around the the clock uh, a lot at the moment but 
you know, there are nights that I kind of go, look, you know what, Saturday night, Friday nights, just got to have a bit of time out and, yeah. you know, a bit of quality time with my husband and a bit of quality time with my kids. And, you know, I walk, walk every day or exercise every day and, you know, I spend a lot of time with my husband doing that. So we, we try and spend quality time together. But we're always talking about the business um, because he's co-founder and co-CEO of Event Buzz. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, well, that's good. So, that, that makes it know, easier. you he... You've got to have a supportive husband. Yeah, great. <laughs> Yeah, lucky you. Okay, so now we come to the silly part of the um, the conversation, really, because I want to know, is there a quirky fact about you that maybe other people don't know that you'd be up for sharing? Um, Doesn't really matter what well, it is. you know, it's funny that you should ask this because, you know, we were talking about this the other night over dinner and my youngest son turned around and said to me, Mum, one thing people don't actually know about you is when you tell jokes, you give the punchline before you've told the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes get the joke a little bit mixed up. Mixed up. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, think I don't that's know. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, look, yeah. No, go on. I'm passionate. I'm, I'm a very passionate person. I want to help other people as well. And, you know, I'm passionate about business. I'm passionate about life. And and I think that, you know what, I'm, I'm very much a glass half full type of person. You know, even when you're going through the worst times in your life, which we all do go through, I kind of think, yes. you know, spend five minutes crying about it and then you, you get onto the solution and go, you know what, I'm going to turn this around. And I'm quite a positive person and I'm a bit infectious like that. My positiveness goes on to other people and they go, oh, this is right. fantastic and I can do this, you know. Yeah, well done. I think that's really important. I, I'm a bit the same. I think it's all about a big part of believing something is believing it in your head. Hundred percent. If you can, if you can get your head into a happy place, the rest of your body kind of follows. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm always. I always like to be in a happy place. I don't like feeling sad. So if I'm no. in a sad place, I'm kind of. I can't stay there for very long. I'm the same. Okay, so now it's just down to some silly questions about your phone. I don't even know if you use your phone. Are you a big phone user? Um, I'm, I'm, As in apps, I'm talking. Well, we have, we have, I, I, I am. I do go on, on, on a few apps. I do, um, I'm kind of really liking um, TikTok at the moment and I find it a bit like everyone addictive. doing the dance routine. Uh, yeah, all the dance routines and, you know, I kind of feel it's a little bit addictive at the moment. I'm quite enjoying that. I do like to spend a bit of time searching through Instagram as well. Um, Makes I like sense. our Instagram account. Yes. <laughs> Go on, give a tell everyone what it is. <laughs> uh, well, it's Event Buzz 360 Instagram and we showcase, you know, amazing event designs on there as well. So, you okay, know, suppliers. I'm not an Instagram girl, but I might go in and have a little look. And do you play on your phone or do you do, have you got any great, any, any great apps you want to talk about? Fun ones or um, I don't really play ones? on my phone because I don't really have time. I, I don't really have time to play on my phone. And so, yeah, okay. you know, really, I, I spend my time kind of learning, I suppose. So I do listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. and that's something that I enjoy doing. And, you know, there's a number of different ones that I kind of go through. I can't really sort of say, 
pick one or two really no, because that's all right. there's there's um, it's like when people I say what's your favorite movie i'm like how can you begin i, I couldn't i couldn't even tell you my favorite movie per year never mind yeah. <laughs> you know but my... so i i try and oh. mix up sometimes you know exercise and, and listening to podcasts or sort of sunday afternoon i might listen to a few podcasts and things like that and self-improvement i'm always in for for that i really like that kind of thing yeah, cool. Meditation. Meditation. I like meditation as well. Nice. Well, listen, thank you so much for this conversation. It's been brilliant. I love knowing all about you and you are so driven and it's so in your blood. I have zero doubt that Event Buzz 360 is not going to be massive. Oh, I just thanks, think Jules. I just think it's a really <laughs> clever idea. So well done. And now just give everyone the um, web address in case they want to go in and have a snoop or sign sure. themselves up. Sure. Well, it's just eventbuzz360.com. And it's the number 360, but the words yes. eventbuzz, yep, dot yeah. com. All right. So I suggest everyone go and have a look. Thank you so much, Nicole. And I'll look forward to watching your career just skyrocket over the next few years. Fantastic. Thanks, Jules, so much. I hope you've enjoyed this She's the Boss chat episode. It was great to have you here. If you want to stay in touch, you might also like some of the other things that we've got going on with She's the Boss. Join us for our free Zoom lunches for female founders that we hold online. The best way to do any of these things really is go to she'stheboss.com.au and on there you can register for the lunches and I've also got links to the website. So either way, I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm really enjoying digging down and getting down to the nitty gritty with these women and I hope you'll join me for the next episode.